Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. So we have some exciting news to tell you, Iconics. Mm -hmm. Since December of last year of 2020, we have been in conversation with Consequence Podcast Network, which is a branch of Consequence of Sound, a pop culture music media company. Yeah, you may have heard of Consequence of Sound um, or read an article from them or seen a tweet from them um, because last year they actually interviewed BTS after naming them 2020's Band of the Year. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they really have a clear reverence for BTS and for ARMY and they were looking for a podcast created by ARMY to add to their network. Yeah so it really all just worked out. So we're thrilled to announce that we officially joined their podcast network and this episode is the first to be affiliated with them. Yes so excited and uh, you know what does this mean for us? Well we'll still be putting out bi-weekly episodes of the same caliber but with some support from the network to open doors to sponsorship podcasts in video format, live shows, and interviews. And we're really excited for all of the potential that this brings and all the opportunities that can arise from this. Mm -hmm. Um, We're so proud of what we've created over these past four years independently, and we're really optimistic to see what's to come with this partnership. Yeah, definitely. So thank you, Iconics, for all of your support Mm -hmm. that you've given us over the years to bring us to this point. Uh, So we'll continue to work hard and provide you with resources driven episode sprinkled with fun banter about Bonton. Yes. Fighting. Fighting. Yes. Um, so on that note, welcome back, Iconics. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep. That's right. This is an explicit podcast, though. So if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, we're on the cusp of BTS global domination. (laughs) We really are, though. (laughs) Or I cannot wait to stay up all night in my pajamas with ARMY for Bonbon Con 21. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I'm really looking forward to it. Bonbon Con last year was so much fun. Mm-hmm. So really so happy that they're doing it again. Really looking forward to it. So if you're here for that, then you're in the right place. All right. So in today's episode, we're going to cover all of the big hit news with Hybe labels and everything that's gone on with that. That was immense. Mm-hmm. We've been dying to talk about it for so long because it's been in the news for a while now. So we're finally going to cover that in this episode. Uh, and then also BTS's new Japanese single, 
film out. We're going to talk about the lyrics and the production along with the actual music video and all the theories that came with that as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh, and also some comeback theories yeah. that have been going on. There's yeah. rumors of comeback. Just a lot to talk about. Yeah, really lots excited. to talk about. But before we get into today's episode, we want to say thank you, Iconics, for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes, important links and pictures, you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you. Um, okay, so our charity of the month again for the month of April is Stop AAPI Hate. Um, so you can go to stopaapihate.org slash act now to donate alongside us um, this month. Their statement is our communities stand united against racism, hate against Asian American Pacific Islanders communities has risen during the COVID-19 pandemic. Together, we can stop it. So again, please join us this month in donating to stopaapihate.org slash act now. Okay, so let's get into it. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about HYBE. Yeah. We really, there's a lot to address with this. This is a huge thing that happened in the business world. Mm -hmm. um, so HYBE Labels is this new title. Um, Big Hit Entertainment basically grew so much as a music label and as a business. So they may have felt that a name change was necessary after all of this growth mm -hmm. and the acquisition of multiple labels and companies. You know, mm -hmm. the, the Big Hit Entertainment title um, mm -hmm. could not not really umbrella overall that it had grown into. Mm -hmm. They were acquiring so much. So it just makes sense that there's this larger label company that is overseeing all of these other smaller labels and such. Yeah. You know, on the label side, the music side of it, it was big hit entertainment. It was belief. It was source music. It was cause, you know, on the business side, they had Weavers and Superb and, you know, just a bunch of other companies umbrellaed underneath that. So Big Hit Entertainment had a vote to change the name to Hybe Labels with Big Hit Music being a sub label on the music side of the Hybe Labels entertainment platform. Mm -hmm. And some of the changes that came with Hybe was they have a slogan, which is we believe in music. Uh, I know that Big Hit Entertainment, they were saying music for healing. So that's a pretty big change that happened there. Um, and then they also acquired this new office building where all of their employees are at. So like basically because this company has grown so much, it only makes sense that they got a new building with yeah. more office space and such. So BTS actually moved all of their studios into this new building. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the new building is really exciting. Um, mm -hmm. And the other, you know, kind of part we already touched on is that now instead of BTS being from Big Hit Entertainment, they're from Big Hit Music. Mm -hmm. um, and so this is the new official name of their label. And this is the biggest change in regards to BTS that we can tell as of now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and the other change is just that there's the new intro at the beginning of their videos. Mm -hmm. We saw it at the beginning of Film Out is the new big, big hit, hit music. music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were just tweeting the classic big hit entertainment intro, just yeah. playing it. Yeah. We'll get used to it. We'll get we used to it. It's very simplistic. Um, but, you know, I, we'll get used to it. Yeah. It's just going to 
take some time. Yeah, I think it'll be easy to get used to because we're really there mm-hmm. for BTS, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but just, you know, it's there. It's new. It's it's one of the only changes. But we don't really know what more changes might come for BTS out of this at mm-hmm. this time. So soon after the vote to change Big Hit Entertainment to HYBE, HYBE announced a merge with the American entertainment company Ithaca. And so there was this massive release of Hive and Ithaca where they put out on Bonton TV, they ended up putting out this video of a bunch of the people in who work for Ithaca, like the CEO of Ithaca and some of the artists who work for this, this massive label company like Justin Bieber mm-hmm. and Demi Lovato. So they put out this video saying that basically the, these two companies are going to work together and partner together. And so it's really bridging that this Korean company, music company, with Western, one of the largest Western entertainment companies. Yeah. And so that's that's immense. That's huge. It's huge. I couldn't believe it when I heard it. Yeah, me neither. It's just really like some of the biggest names mm-hmm. in Western music are represented by Ithaca. And it's just really crazy that now on a business level, BTS and these other huge names that are always winning all of the, you know, the Grammys, everything they're on a business level on the same playing field. And we've known that they, as far as artists and performers, that they're on the same level, you Mm -hmm. know, that they make incredible music of the same caliber, but Mm -hmm. finally now they're literally on a business level on the same playing field. partnering together to work together yeah to hear in that video Mm -hmm. like Demi Lovato and Justin Bieber say Mr. Bang Mr. Bang yeah Chairman Bang Mm -hmm. that was blowing my mind (laughs) when I was watching I was like is that Justin Bieber and Hitman Bang's like name coming out of his mouth what (laughs) um but just some more information on Ithaca Ithaca also includes Big Machine Label Group which is the biggest country music label in the United States. Uh, And their merger brings together so many other different groups and artists from both labels. So this is BTS, Seventeen, Justin Bieber, Ariana Grande, Tim McGraw, Thomas Rhett. I mean, that's just to name a few. Mm -hmm. That's just wild. Mm -hmm. So many huge artists here that we know. And now I feel like as much as we feel like BTS is is should be a household name as much as Ariana Grande is. Mm-hmm. I feel like now it's so like the potential is so there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm just excited yeah. about the future prospects that can happen with the merge of these companies. I'm mm-hmm. just excited to kind of sit back and watch what develops from here. I just want to say a huge congratulations to Big Hit Entertainment and Mr. Bang and BTS. I mean, everything that they've created up to this point, like Weavers and even acquiring some of V Live. And I mean, it's just, it doesn't surprise me, I suppose, that they've gotten to this point where they've created HYBE and now even partnering with Ithaca. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, it's just crazy because Big Hit Entertainment started off as this Nobody. underground yeah. company and here they are. We love the underdog story. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking about BTS recording their first album in a literal garage Mm -hmm. and Hitman Bang just having this vision to create music for healing and what it's grown into. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely huge congratulations to them. We believe in music. Yeah. 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 
So let's talk about these comeback rumors that are swirling about BTS potentially coming back in May. Um, everybody was buzzing about, oh, June comeback for this BTS the best Japanese album, right? Mm-hmm. But then online, these rumors started coming about of BTS doing a full Korean comeback in May. Yeah. And these started circulating after Film Out was released. And this Korean news site called Sports Donga said that BTS would be releasing their next single in in May, meaning that an album would come soon after. And Big Hit actually commented on this, and they neither confirmed nor denied these rumors, saying, we'll reveal our artist plans after they are finalized. Mm-hmm. So we really don't know anything. Yeah, we don't know anything, but it seems fitting that in potentially in May that we could get a comeback. Also, it's been like six months Mm -hmm. since they put out an album and they typically, you know, follow about a six month pattern for, you know, comebacks. So it would fit on a timeline kind of aspect. It would. Yeah. Um, But also since they announced BombonCon 2 or BombonCon 21, 2021, uh, I saw ARMY talking on Twitter about how shortly after the first BombonCon, Augusti released D2 like a week later. Yeah. So there's also speculation of mixtape, mm-hmm. which Jian Jung Kim Taeyang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's happening? <laughs> uh, we're all really anticipating it. Yeah. No pressure. But I mean, it's like, it seems fitting. We're getting into that time right now. I mean, there's a lot going on with BTS and we can sense. There's, there's, there's stuff to come. Yeah. There's stuff to come. Yeah. Not even to mention that right <laughs> now, Hosok has silver hair. I know. Why does he have silver hair? Like, yeah. what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Whenever they start covering their hair. Or changing their, their hair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So let's get into what we're really here for today, mm-hmm. which is to talk about film out. Yeah. Um, Film Out was released on April 1st as a Japanese single, but also OST for Signal the Movie Cold Case Investigation Unit. And it's the ending theme song. Mm -hmm. This song was written by Iori Shimizu, who is a frontman and hitmaker of the J-pop band Back Number. And about creating this song with BTS, he stated, I had some reservations because I'd never written a song that someone else besides myself would sing. But I'm happy that we've completed a very lyrical yet powerful track thanks to our experienced staff, our co-ranger UTA's efforts, some exciting exchanges with Jungkook, and the personal qualities and power of expression each of the BTS members have. Jungkook specifically, for him to shout yeah. him out, I thought that was very interesting mm-hmm. because he goes on to say like the personal qu- the personal qualities of all of the members, but specifically Jungkook. So it really makes me feel that Jungkook has had a hand in the creation of Film Out. Yeah. In my mind, what sticks out as that potential of what he worked on is like the chorus. Yeah. Because the chorus really sticks out to both of us. And Jungkook is known for working on BTS choruses. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my first thought on this comment that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, but for him to even state that the personal qualities and the power of expression that BTS have. Yeah. Um, because I feel like that's what we talk about We talk a about lot. that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah. 
their person, the power of their expressions mm-hmm. and their personalities. Yeah, yeah. And how they deliver these songs. Also, just a fun fact, BTS also previously made Don't Leave Me for the Signal television series. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that now with this movie release that they're also creating a song for Signal. Yeah. Um, but what BTS ended up saying, they said, we were drawn to the beautiful melody when we first received the demo from Mr. Shimizu. We're sure it has the power to touch many people's hearts. Please enjoy our song along with the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it really does touch hearts. Like mm-hmm. I feel, I feel their passion. You know, the reason why that quote about power of expression stuck out to me was because I feel like they're so expressive in this song. They um, are. And you can really, it really comes through when you watch the music video too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I want to watch the movie too. Yeah, we watched the movie trailer together. Yeah. Uh, it does look really great. It does look good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm intrigued by it. I want to like keep up with when it comes out and watch it for mm-hmm. real. Yeah. So when they released this song, the song was also announced as the single for their upcoming Japanese album, BTS The Best, which is going to be released on June 16th, 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So now so we know that out. we're getting a Japanese album called BTS The Best. Mm-hmm. Uh, so potentially some other music coming before that. We yeah. can hope. With the rumors. <laughs> With yeah. rumors, yes. <laughs> So let's talk about kind of the vibe of this song. Mm-hmm. Um, BTS said that they fell in love with this song while working on it and that it's a ballad with a poignant melody and lyrics. And man, does that really come through? That and perfectly how they describes sing. the song. Yeah. yeah, it really is a ballad, um, but it has those dramatic elements to it, mm-hmm. which makes it perfect for being this you know poignant melody for the for the ending theme of this drama film yeah it is dramatic like Mm -hmm. their vocals specifically the vocal line are very dramatic in the expression of their vocals Mm -hmm. i mean uh they're perfected they're balanced they're rich but they're also full of these runs just all over the place up and down Mm -hmm. Uh, there's this one specific line of jungkook's it's in the first verse and it's in between jimin and taehyung before they go to the chorus and jungkook he just eats that line up Mm -hmm. he is all over the scale and it is oh my gosh it's beautiful Mm -hmm. i have to like go back when i hear it i have to go back and listen to it over and over and over again before going on it is just enthralling Mm -hmm. when we first when we first heard this song you had sent me an audio message (laughs) and you're like okay but Jungkook's verse in between Young and Jimin's verse like you gotta go you gotta really pay attention to those runs that Jungkook is doing and you were saying it perfectly I mean really this is a vocal line song for sure because of just all of those fluttering vocals and notes I mean they're hitting they're really hitting all the notes on the scale. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just gorgeous. Yeah. And at that same time, their passion is coming through that poignant feeling that they talk mm-hmm. about with the melody that they're singing. Ah, oh, it really, mm-hmm. it goes right to the heart. It does it really go to does. the heart. It feels like their vocals are reaching out and removing the tears from my cheek. Yes. Uh, I mean, it's just that touching. It really is. Yeah. But the rapping is also really great in the song. It is more of a chill rap, uh, sing song 
Yoongi rapping kind of healing sound that the rappers do, especially Yoongi and Hosok's rap that they do. It's so soft and comforting, like a warm embrace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do love that soap. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of the first things that I loved. I loved the La La La's. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're talking first impressions, I loved the La La La's and the soap yeah. verses. Yeah. I mean, soap transitions. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Namjoon's verse. Like, mm-hmm. to me, it was so chill and so inviting and it really feels like home and comforting. Mm-hmm. And there's like a moment in his verse, also if you're watching the music video, where his eyes are closed and he kind of like raises his chin up like Mm -hmm. you know more towards the light his Mm -hmm. face more towards the light as he's rapping and there's just something about that moment and what he's saying and the feelings being portrayed that are just so comforting Mm -hmm. and calming you know I just love his verse I love his verse too I mean we hear all of the the vocal line at the beginning of the song but something about Namjoon's verse really brings you into the song. It like, like it welcomes you in. Almost yeah. or like serene. Mm. Yeah. He's yeah. storytelling. Yeah, yeah. He's storytelling. You, you just listen. Mm, that's always. so true. Always. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to those la la la's just for a moment. I love anytime BTS have all seven members singing together. The, it's just very powerful and moving to hear them in unison. And for those those iconic la-la-las that BTS are known for. Right, it's either la-la-la or na-na-na, and here's the la-la-la coming through again. Mm-hmm. Ooh, but the in unison brings it to a whole level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but for the instrumental of the song, it's, it's pretty minimal background. The vocals are on display. They're at the forefront. Um, but there's these soft pop beats that are playing. There's a strong piano that comes through which really makes it that slower ballad tempo and then at the end we do I mean throughout we hear a guitar but the end is the guitar that really takes us out um so just yeah those those softer pop ballad beats that that go through but yeah supporting the vocals and the rap and like Mm -hmm. letting those shine more than the instrumental coming through Yeah, yeah definitely all right, so you want to talk about some lyrics? Yeah, let's get into the lyrics of the song. So Okay, hold up. Before we get into it, yeah, can yeah, we yeah. just talk about why it's called Film Out? Yeah. Because before we even looked at the lyrics, one of my first questions to you was, hmm, I wonder why it's called Film Out? And I couldn't help but to think about just the lyrics of like, film it, film it mm-hmm. from Black Swan really is what I thought we were going to get with Film Out. But once we looked at the lyrics of this, I didn't really see our correlation to that. Yeah. But then we we talked about it and we really think it's just because it's the ending the theme. The ending theme yeah. film out of this of movie. this film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean to me that's what makes sense. Well, when film out was released, I didn't really know that it was going to be an an ending theme for a movie. Yeah. Um, but now knowing that it's the ending theme totally makes sense of why it's called film out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the outro. It's the outro. To the film. It's the yeah. ending theme. It's the ending theme. It makes yeah. sense now, but I thought, oh, once we read the lyrics more, I'll understand why it's called Film Out. But I started speculating with mm. Black Swan and the film what it and film mean? it. That's where, that's where my mind went. Yeah. And I just I just didn't know what to expect. And, you know, I was like, well, you know, maybe it'll make sense once we do research. I had only seen people saying that it was a single, not that mm-hmm. it was an original soundtrack. It wasn't mm-hmm. even until 
we went in to look at the song more that we discovered that, yeah. you know? Um, so yeah, once we discovered that, I was like, oh, film out. It makes out. Okay. sense. Yeah. It makes sense. But yeah. I was just curious. Like, why is it called film out? Well, I'm curious if any Iconics have another interpretation of the title. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, share it with us. Tweet at us. You know, yeah. DM us, whatever. Definitely. We'd love to. We'd love to know. So I really want to talk about the chorus and the lyrics. Those are what really stand out. So I'm just going to read the chorus and I'm going to tell you all of my thoughts about it. Yeah. So the chorus says, from all the memories stored in my heart, I gather up the ones of you, link them together, gazing at them projected across the room. I fall asleep with you vivid in my arms. Ooh, and when they deliver this verse, they are mm-hmm. so passionate as that the peak of the poignant feelings um, and the, the facial expressions that they're giving just really portray these lyrics. And I think about that this song was made to be a, the ending soundtrack on this Signal crime scene investigation movie. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it has significance to that. Like if you're someone sitting in the movie theater or in your home watching this movie and the credits are rolling, you know, thinking about a crime scene movie, like this kind linking of makes them me, together. Linking things together. Yes. Like, okay, mm-hmm. linking things together, gazed at them, projected across the room makes me think of an investigation room with pictures up and, yeah. Yeah. you know like clues and details and just mm-hmm. information yeah just like a projector yeah you know screening on the wall different pictures yeah. of different scenes crime scenes whatnot but yeah. also just from watching the trailer it seemed like you know this person was searching for the person that they had lost whoever's gone missing mm-hmm. so it comes you know it, it makes sense with the the memories stored in my heart and you know I fall asleep with you vivid in my arms kind of with those memories mm-hmm. so I think about that and I understand that meaning for the movie Mm -hmm. but the idea that Jungkook may have worked on this chorus or any of the BTS members working on this chorus Mm -hmm. totally gives it a dual meaning of having such deep meaning for BTS and for ARMY especially right now during the COVID-19 pandemic Mm -hmm. Um, you know it makes me think about all of us at concerts. I'm going to yeah, cry. Like yeah. I'm literally, but like, you we know, miss it. we miss we it, miss so, it much. so much. I mean, I constantly think about how much I miss BTS and how I'm just eagerly awaiting the announcement of when this concert's going to happen. Like, won't it happen? Isn't it going to happen? Yeah. But you know, it's been so long since we've seen them in person. It breaks my heart. Like, you, you know, you just can't feel as connected. And, I can't imagine what it's like for BTS mm. not being with ARMY. Yeah. Um, so for sure with these lyrics, them saying like all the memories stored in my heart, like all these memories of being with ARMY uh, with for them, you know, I'm really thinking about Jungkook yeah. of just him thinking about being on stage and seeing all of us and all of our love and support around them. Yeah. yeah and it just feels so distant now because it's been so long. And even the line gazing at them projected across the room makes me think of like Map of the Soul 1 where they had armies tiled up on the screen yeah. all around BTS literally projected around the room around them. Wow. Like so close but so far away yeah. you know and this is really I mean talk about a bittersweet line mm-hmm. um, when interpreted that way and I definitely feel like if this is a song BTS is working on then they're putting their dual meanings in there for ARMY and yeah. you know like always thinking about ARMY so I just I really love the chorus from an aspect of BTS's perspective mm-hmm. definitely yeah. so going off of that in the first verse and the outro they're both the same um, the lyrics they say 
You, in my imagination, are so vivid. Oh, as if you were right there. But I reach out my hand and suddenly disappear. Hmm. Yeah, and you suddenly disappear. Um, So just feeding off of what you were saying with, it really makes me think of BTS and ARMY, just BTS thinking like, wow, like it's so vivid. Like I was there. I know that ecstasy I feel Mm -hmm. that that pure joy and love that I feel when I'm with you and it's it's so familiar to me it's as if you're right here but you're not Mm -hmm. you're not and when I reach out you disappear like it's gone yeah And we feel the same way. I know, just deep (laughs) sigh. But we do, we feel the same way from, you know, a fan perspective of not being able to see them. We were expecting to see them in concert, like almost this time last year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, we really miss them. And it is like vivid, that feeling of a concert, Mm -hmm. that feeling of celebrating their music and just being together um, is unmatched. Yeah. And truly BTS concerts are so special. Mm -hmm. So I feel like these lyrics are, you know, portraying a little bit of that, you know, missing each other, missing ARMY. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So let's go ahead and get into the music video and the teaser. Yeah. The teaser was released on March 25th, 2021, and it's currently at 16.6 million views, which is pretty impressive for a teaser and for a Japanese single. Mm -hmm. Um, But just some interesting information. The teaser for Film Out is the last BTS video with the original Big Hit Entertainment intro. Wow. Iconic (laughs) just because of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll just forever know that that was when the last Big Hit Entertainment intro was. Mm -hmm. I mean, that intro was iconic, but we're now transitioning into a new one. Mm -hmm. Uh, So for the teaser, first impressions, I immediately went to theories. Uh, It's been a while since we really felt like we were getting a lot of theories in a music video or a teaser. So it was fun to go back to that original BTS universe Mm storyline that we've been seeing since HYYH, my lord. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But in the teaser, we see a lot of the members with this eager haste expression uh you know suspicion anxiety like they need to be going somewhere doing something yeah I mean like there's a lot of quick looks you know Mm -hmm. around and we don't really know what's going on from the teaser Mm -hmm. very quick paced and but there's a storyline you can feel that there's a storyline yeah Mm -hmm. so immediately theories are running rampant yeah um there was a a video that a lot of army was circulating about this teaser in relation to fake love teasers and so someone had cut together shots from the two different fake love teasers and put them in the same order that the film out teaser has them in and it's just very interesting how many shots line up like almost exactly even with like very similar like colors being used in the props or Mm -hmm. the same member or the same camera angle and everything so that yeah. was circulating. Yeah, um, definitely seeing a lot of theories about fake love and film out crossing crossing over the yeah. storylines. But really, as we looked at it even more, like that was, it almost seemed like that was a convenient collection of shots, you know, like, mm-hmm. but we really feel like 
so much more is paralleled and like it doesn't just relate to fake love like Mm -hmm. it can have parallels to multiple other bts eras at the same time yeah and that's what's so beautiful about the bts universe and the storyline that they've been doing is it's intriguing because you want to solve the puzzle pieces you want to put it all together um but everything is so paralleled and connected that it there it's just not clear yeah so but i did see a lot of those parallels with fake love but definitely in other eras as well Mm -hmm. so the music video was released on april 1st 2021 and so really we're just going to go through the music video in terms of our interpretation of the storyline and what's being told and we'll also talk about the scenes and the sets and what bts is portraying with their visuals and their expressions so at the beginning we have jungkook in this up abandoned room that is in disarray it has this sepia filter on it so it looks like it's morning or evening light this warmer tone and there's just objects strewn about the floor that are covered up um, as if we're in this area that's unoccupied this home that's unoccupied you know just cloth draping yeah. furniture yeah like lamps and, yeah, yeah everything's closed off mm-hmm. and it's not occupied anymore yeah like shelves disheveled and mm-hmm. yeah totally so for this this room i specifically thought of fake love because it really is a direct parallel uh except that jungkook is standing in this room versus jen standing in that room but the rooms are identical with the setup i also get epiphany vibes with the window and the curtains Mm -hmm. i really feel that with jen and epiphany um so definitely parallels going on there even epiphany vibes with the furniture like the mid-century modern style in both of the videos is very interesting also and i feel Mm -hmm. like I mean, I think we'll talk about it more, but I feel like this video really connects like Jungkook and Jin specifically like in this ongoing kind of BTS universe storyline that we've been trying to figure out and mm-hmm. unravel. Yeah. Um, in the same room, we get solo shots of Jimin and of Young. Like they're in the room alone. They're, you know, just there. And so it's interesting that we're seeing them all separately, but in the same location. It's like they're there at different times um, or that they just don't exist in the same kind of space anymore. It makes us feel like in the, you know, in the storyline or it gives the feeling that they've said goodbye to this place and they're all just kind of separate in the universe. Yeah. And revisiting this place. Yeah. So looking back at this place like a memory. Mm-hmm. All of their expressions look very sorrowful as if they're content contemplating or remembering events from the past. So as we're seeing them all in this, you know, abandoned room singing in different moments, you know, we can see like the nighttime clouds outside, especially through the big window in the back of the room that's like surrounded by bookcases. So next we see Jin walking into this abandoned room, except for that window surrounded by bookcases is dark. And then as he gets closer, it lights up and it is the room reflected. And it's as if he's looking through a window into the past. You know, Mm -hmm. it's he's looking at a memory now through this window. Yeah, we were just calling it and referencing it as the memory room. Yeah. 
And in this room, it's all of the BTS members inside occupying the space, living in this space. Nothing's covered. Everything's open. There's this bright daylight lighting that lights up the space. Everything's clean and organized. Um, They're together and interacting with one another, having fun. It looks like a very special memory. Yeah. Yeah. And so Jin is kind of looking on, he's observing um, from the abandoned room and he's watching Namjoon rap as everyone else, you know, stands still and sits still um, around him, almost like frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, I kind of interpreted this as maybe Namjoon standing there and speaking to all of them and how he's the leader and, mm-hmm. you know, they'll sit and listen to what he has to say. Mm-hmm. And it also kind of made me think about Jin standing there remembering a specific moment, like maybe a specific thing that Namjoon said to all of them. Yeah. You know? Or he's reflecting even on what Namjoon was thinking in that moment in time, yeah. you know, just pausing yeah. the memory around them and what Namjoon was specifically feeling at that time yes yeah uh there's a really special interaction that happens after this with jungkook and jen with the hourglass so jen on the other side in the room that's abandoned he's watching the hourglass sand fall to the bottom and jungkook in the memory looks over towards the blinds towards that window where jen is Mm -hmm. um he can't see that he's there but it's where he he would be but it's where he would be and so it clues in that jungkook can sense that something's happening or that he's looking for something or feels that someone's watching him and then he goes to look at the hourglass sitting on the table beside him and suddenly the hourglass is out of time all of the sand has fallen through and in that moment we see each member fade away and disappear but jen stays intact so this interaction seems that like time has run out, mm-hmm. that Jungkook is knowing that Jin's trying to do something, but that he only has a certain amount of time to do it yes. and seeing that it, that it ran out and everything vanishes. This harkens back to that fucking webtoon okay that we did the whole series on the save me series like where Jin was searching every day was a restart searching for all of the members every day he had a specific routine to like save them all right and you recently brought up as we were talking about this that somebody had said on Twitter everyone you know Jin's always looking to save everybody but who's looking to save Jin you know we always ask who's Jin looking for who's Jin going to help but have we ever asked who's trying to save Jen. And now I feel like it's Jungkook. Yeah. Like, I really feel like... Or, or even Young at the end. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to know. Yeah, because Young reaches out for him at the end, too. Yeah. Yeah. But I really feel like this connection, this, like, hourglass moment, and even thinking back to fake love, mm-hmm. Jungkook has very specific individual moments in fake love fake love jungkook is looking in on everyone yes and Mm -hmm. that's what we saw jin doing in the webtoon series and so it just seems like something they'd both be in on together i don't know you know maybe jungkook is the first of the group to really catch on that Mm -hmm. jin is doing this every single day trying to go through the same routines to save them Mm -hmm. and to bring them all together Mm -hmm. yeah so it's just very interesting that hourglass moment and even in fake love jungkook has that it's not an hourglass but it's like the container with the flower but it's sitting in sand it's like a a lantern with a flower yeah Yeah. and then seeing him go to that room where he gets down on his knees and there's 
water, it's like a waterfall and a, and a concrete wall. And he puts the sands in his hands and lets the sands uh, fall through the creases of his fingers yeah. like an hourglass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely harkens back to fake love. Yeah. Especially <laughs> the time's up. Yeah. The the sand running out in Jungkook's, you know, in the memory room and time being up, like that's how the webtoon ended every time. Like time's up. Time's up. And then new chapter, you yeah. know, new day. And uh, it really is like that time, that memory is up and it's over. And he it's, just has it's like, to do it all over again. Yeah. Yeah. So in the music video, we see Jen as time runs out the room goes from that morning evening orangish sunlight like hue tone. yeah that sepia tone turn into just red it's yeah. just a blend like and mix with and red fire and, yeah. yeah and we see all of that that abandoned room turn into chaos pure chaos and so Jen turns around and runs for the door yeah. in this sense of urgency. This He fiercely runs out of this room because now he knows he only has so much time. And once he opens up the door to leave the room, he's presented with this even more chaotic abyss with this innumerable amount of doors around him. Like he's just out in the atmosphere uh, with just... I, <laughs> there's all these doors around it's just a really crazy scene um compared to what's happened up to this point right unexpected Um, unexpected all these doors in you know this atmosphere and it looks like he's just moving at hyper speed uh the wind around him that everything is rotating around him and basically has to decide which door to go in like there's just endless amount of options and choices and which door is going to lead him to saving his friends yeah yeah and it like it's crazy how much that relates to the whole storyline that we haven't heard of in years you know but that i i again to bring up the webtoon but it's Mm -hmm. like he would start each day with i gotta go and it was the instant that the time ran out and the whole world like crumbled and crashed around him fake love style by the way very reminiscent of Jin covering up that lantern with the flower that jungkook had later in the video Mm -hmm. as the room exploded around him that's what this felt like and you know it really is him going and restarting the search you know it it, Mm -hmm. i don't feel like it's a run of him trying to escape like the room being destroyed it's like a run for him to go and you know try to find what he's missing he only has so much time but all of those doors symbolize that there's endless amount of choices and opportunities and statistically it makes him feel hopeless like can i really even save them can i do this yeah but nonetheless he keeps trying yeah 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 it also harkens back to the movie theme, you know, like mm-hmm. if you're running an investigation, there's just limitless possibilities that you could look yeah. into and it's all of these doors and you just feel lost. Yeah. Trying to connect it, trying to make sense of it. Yeah, definitely. Man. And we haven't even talked about soap yet. Yeah. <laughs> soap. So like Yoongi's verse, we talked about their verses are, you know, they balance each other very well and they're both more like sing songy lyrical rap verses. Um, and when soap's verses are in the video, we first get 
Yoongi and he's sitting in like a door frame and it's like out in the literal nowhere. Uh, it looks like Mesa. Abyss. It's the abyss. Mm-hmm. It looks like Mesa desert, you know, like big red clay, like pillars and, you know, plateaus around him. And then just ultra blue sky blue, and bright blue sky bright blue and you know bright clouds white clouds and, as yeah, well mm-hmm. yeah i really felt like they were on mars like truly soap is out of this world <laughs> like they're <laughs> on a different planet i don't know where they are in the universe but yeah. they're not where Jin is. <laughs> no. Well, okay. So I feel like it goes along with the theories and the storyline of this is that like at this point they're just a memory. Yeah. Like Jin doesn't know where they are. So they're lost. not there. They are lost. Yeah. Oh, it hurts. It hurts. I know. Soap. Soap. <laughs> Um, but I really love this visual of them wrapping back to back and, you know, you kind of feel like it's a mirror that Yoongi is leaning against, but you aren't quite sure until it rotates around and Hosok comes in with his verse and then you see them reflected to each other. Mm -hmm. And I just love the symbolism of like them being each other's reflection in this way. We just love soap. feel Mm -hmm. like they balance so well. Yeah. Yeah. But this door frame also reminds me of J-Hope and fake love when he's He's trapped in that room mm-hmm. with all the Snickers bars and he's up against the door, like holding onto the door handle, just asking as if there's someone on the other side to save him. And then we and see Yoongi. We see Yoongi on the other side of this door frame in this in yeah. this music video. Yeah. They can save each other. Yeah. Yeah. And it also makes me think of like this door frame or like this mirror idea makes me think of Namjoon during fake love as he like reaches mm-hmm. out. He's literally rapping to his reflection and like reaches out to it. Yeah, I just love the symbolism of this doorway and kind of mirror that mm-hmm. soap is in right here. Yeah. And, you know, later on in the video, they stand and turn and face each other and their hands are like pressed against the glass that to really, each other. Yeah, that really reminds me of the choreography of fake love with J-Hope and Jungkook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Or, or <laughs> so many parallels. The and black swan soap, you know, like mm. hand pushing off, and now their hands coming together. True. Mm. What does it mean? What does it all mean? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would be remiss if I did not talk about the yellow lighting that we get at the end of this video with Young and Jimin. Although I feel like maybe it's just how it looks, but I feel like Young's is a bit more orange and Jimin's is a bit more yellow. Oh, see, I would have said the complete opposite. Oh, well, maybe we're just <laughs> seeing things. Maybe we just perceive it differently. Yeah. I'm sure we do. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the lighting. <laughs> I do too. I remember this like, yellow lighting is, is very stunning. It's a flooded yellow lighting. Mm-hmm. So everything is pe- like, you know, washed with this color. And, you know, at the same time, this is when they're both singing their verses directly to the camera. Mm-hmm. And it's so passionate, especially Jimin. I mean, his eye contact is intense. His expression is pained and, yeah. you know, like it's, the song Sorrowful. is really the song is really built at this point yeah. too. Um, this is where Young and Jimin are really going off. I mean, they're belting their verses yeah. uh, so strongly. I do love this yellow lighting and Young especially in this really cozy, comfy, somewhat bulky sweater that he's wearing. He just looks so cozy and yeah. we'll snuggle up with him. Yeah. Um, 
but this yellow lighting too it just it's just visually aesthetic yeah it's mm-hmm. stunning mm-hmm. i really enjoy it yeah um i also really love the shot that we get of all seven of them in the blue lighting uh it's just really beautiful and we love seeing them together which although we see the memory of them all together in that like the memory room Mm -hmm. you know we really don't see them all grouped together in this music video like that Mm -hmm. and i just am interested in the implication of this one specific shot with the blue lighting this is the only shot that i can think of right now that has this blue lighting in the music video we see a lot of the yellow and we see a lot of the red um which could indicate different periods in time. It could mean, it, it, I feel that it could be betraying yeah, something. I'm not sure what it is. it's such a stark contrast between like hot and cold colors. Yeah, the red and orange and yellow mm-hmm. with blue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and when it turns blue, it's all of BTS together mm-hmm. and it seems very calm, you know, and it's just for a moment, you know, it's almost like in the context of this whole video, it's almost like Jin's idealized moment of that. Them, you know of mm-hmm. them back together and you know be just bts and everything being fine just in contrast to all of these like warm hues that we're getting at the same time in the video yeah so at the very end of the music video jen returns to the room and Young is reflected on the other side of that window in the other room what was this memory room that we were calling it and Young reaches out for jen but no one's there. Mm-hmm. And the lighting is very red, bright red. Yeah. What's interesting is that when Young walks up to this window now in what was the memory room is that this room is now completely reflected in the same exact way as the abandoned room was. So it looks identical. Yeah, it looks destroyed. Destroyed, covered unoccupied. up. Unoccupied. Yeah. So yeah. what it seems like is that Jin has spent all of this time, you know, trying to find them, looking at these memories, mm-hmm. you know, searching. And now Young is here revisiting that space, trying Maybe, to find them also. Yeah, he's trying to find him. Mm-hmm. And Soap is on Mars trying to find him, <laughs> you know. Now Soap that, is like out in now the abyss. It's, now it's just completely out of hand. Like it really feels like a lost cause at this point. Yeah. That they're just all so separate. Yeah. And lost. I mean, but so, they're trying to find each other still. Yeah, but yeah. they're just in all these different, you know, all these different doors, all these different pathways to get there. I also didn't say this, but the Jin door moment and, you know, kind of this ending moment too really makes me think of BTS World and all of the original mm-hmm. soundtracks that we got for BTS World. Um, following that storyline now too of them, you know, being in like completely different places and having completely different lives based on one choice. One choice. And, um, you know, just how it, it was your task in BTS world mm-hmm. to bring them all together and to merge them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just, it reminds me of that as well. Yeah. Like the, the production of it and the, how the video looks. And, yeah. That yeah. shot with him too, out in all of those doors out in the atmosphere with all the clouds and different options of different doors to go through. It made me think a lot of the VCR we got of Jin and Yoongi for the speak yourself final concert in Seoul and boy I haven't thought of that in forever but man my mind went right there when I saw that shot and so we rewatched that VCR (laughs) yeah it all connects but we rewatched it and 
It was the last concert that they did before COVID. And this was the VCR. And so if it does relate, you know, it would relate. And Mm -hmm. in that VCR, like, Jin is literally in the clouds and surrounded by a ton of different clocks Mm -hmm. just like in a circle around him Mm -hmm. and so again relating like the time the hourglass just everything I wouldn't be surprised if it relates yeah yeah I'm gonna go ahead and do it I'm gonna be brave and bold and I'm gonna (laughs) speak it into existence but I feel BTS concert announcement somewhat soon oh i hope so please <laughs> or some sort of news yeah some sort of little glimmer of hope i mean they haven't mentioned it in forever i know but it just says on our ticket when we go on Ticketmaster, it just says postponed oh. we haven't heard anything listen as much as i want to come back you know mm-hmm. how thrilling would it be for them to announce later on in april or in may that they're going on tour yeah. and that your tickets that you bought last year you can mm-hmm. go and go to their concert you know please if you can go get vaccinated, get vaccinated. please <laughs> army and bts for the sake of being together in concert i I Jungkook recently tweeted just I miss you like I yeah. miss ARMY and I miss them too I miss them all so so much yeah yeah please the don't music is wonderful the music is keeping us connected yeah definitely I BTS have been working so hard to continue to bring us fantastic music that we can talk about mm-hmm. and connect over um and we are so grateful that they continue to work hard throughout this pandemic yeah. we can't wait to see them again yeah listen baseball has started up if they yeah. can be playing baseball and hockey games then people right. can go to concerts, concerts can start to think about getting back to those tour dates and starting up again. Yeah, I hope so. Go get vaccinated. Be do it. safe. Yeah. Yeah. All Let's right. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's make it happen. So, yeah, we're glad that we finally got to talk about HYBE and comeback rumors and film out. I feel like so much has been going on with BTS and we've barely been able to keep up. We've had a lot going on in the background and we're so glad that we could finally tell you guys about joining the Consequence Podcast Network. Yeah, that's been going on for what seems like so long. So for it to finally be here and to finally get to share it with all of you, uh, it's exciting. It's a huge relief, but this is what's been going on in the background. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's just been a lot going on. Yeah, but we do promise that the bonus episode buff bangtan is coming soon yes it is next week next week yes next thursday next thursday so not bi-weekly it's gonna be next week yeah yeah um and then another episode after it that. only makes sense that 150 our 150th episode is buff bangtan because our 100th episode was finally four heads <laughs> so it just makes sense yeah so we you know that was contributing to why we had to wait for it to be 150 yeah. mm-hmm. but also guys i hope you understand we've just been so busy with you know the yeah. podcast network and everything mm-hmm. so but thank you guys for supporting us along the way and uh, we really hope that you enjoyed this episode we really enjoyed talking about 
all of these things with you iconics today. We do want to say a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP iconics, Eileen Ruchal, Michelle Park, Deja, Meg DeRuggio, Rachel, and Robin. If you enjoyed this episode, there's a few things you can do to let us know. Please write us a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already, um, or really anywhere that you listen. It means so much to us whenever we read them. And you guys writing reviews on Apple Podcasts is why you get bonus episodes. So if you want another bonus episode after buff bangtan then write us a review if you haven't already um let us know what you thought about this episode dm us on instagram or twitter follow us while you're there um we are standing bts podcast on instagram and standing bts pod on twitter um and like our facebook page standing bts podcast you can find all of that in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts